All right, we are here, and I got a full house with me um, to my right. What's going on? It's your man, B-Boy Fidget, Fraggle Rock crew representative in the spot, as always. Fantasy A in the house, undisputed camp of hustle. All right. Gabrielle going to therapy, totally doing nothing else than her sh- fucking shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> that is that is amazing. Yeah, this is uh, episode number seven. And yeah, I, I have not had four people on before. This is uh, definitely a lot. But it's it's interesting because all you guys rap. Like everybody spits here. We're we're in good company. Yeah. What have you been up to, Marcus? I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, I know I ran into you at the at the pop up. And for those of you that didn't know, my real name is Marcus. But um, but uh, yeah, everything's been good, man. I just been uh, been steady moving, steady steady moving on this hip hop journey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my day consists of music and clothing for the most part. Um, you know, I've been out here really just trying to. Ever since I got back into Seattle a couple years ago from Atlanta, I've really just been trying to like. Uh, be as much in the scene as possible and pretty much treat myself as a new artist. Cause you know, so much changes every five, 10 years. If you leave and come back, you know, you, you miss a lot. So I just been real, really on just trying to, uh, you know, see, see who the next people are to come up in Seattle and, and, um, and work with lots of different artists, you know what I'm saying? So definitely just been, uh, grinding, man, as far as clothing, shout out to frockclothing.com, frock printing. We've been doing a lot of, Good work. Shout out to Northwest Throwbacks. We have a collaboration t-shirt in the store right now. And um, getting ready to gear up and do a, some more performing. You know what I'm saying? I got a show at Substation December 10th. So that's my uh, my next my next big thing. So, yeah. Awesome. Sorry about the name, Fidget. Hey, it's okay. My real name is Marcus Sharp. Everybody knows now. <laughs> Fan- <laughs> Fantasy, what have you been up to? Nothing much. Just been hustling, working, you know. Getting that new album out called "The Kid from Emerald City," you know, and um, yeah, it's gonna. It's been like two years since I, or four years since I released my last album. This is the fifth one I released this year. Wow, your fifth album this year? Yes. Jesus, they're on YouTube, SoundCloud, everywhere. Like Jay Z over here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was been up to. I've been good up more more postering, putting more steps, and yeah. And I just recently started a new job with City Light at the mailroom, processing mail, delivering mail, sorting Patrick packages, and that's what I that's what's going on. Nice yourself, Gabby. What you been up to? Um, well, I've been up to being Gabrielle now, so I've been correcting everyone that calls me Gabby. I'm sorry, because it sounds diminutive, but I don't ask for apologies. <laughs> Could I get you closer to the mic? Yes. Hello, Gabrielle over here. I have been up to a lot of ceramic work and pottery, and I've been making a lot of um, mixed media stuff and sculptures. I've been art tutoring, just anything to get out of the paycheck and having bosses rather working for myself as an artist. Is this all under the table? Shh, don't tell anybody. I mean, I'm not trying to pay taxes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. uh, but Boom Bap still going. Boom Bap is a live hip-hop comedy improv show with CSZ Seattle in Fremont. Shows in November 12, every second Friday of the month. And then, I don't know, just random stuff. Whatever I can clamp onto. I started a jazz duo recently, and we do, like, pop covers, but jazz. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, who have you covered so far? Um, just actually, it's really stupid songs. Like, you know that Bart song from The Simpson, <laughs> where it's like Zoe Deschanel was a, the son of Cletus, the country bumpkin? Yeah, I don't know that Unquote. one. Yeah, it's very obscure. We're not popular because of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, fun stuff. When When is your next show, Marcus? Uh, December 10th. December 10th at Substation. Um, yeah. I actually... Calendar. Yeah, I got a. Co- actually, I I have some other things that aren't confirmed yet in November, but so we're not gonna talk about that. But for sure, December tenth, Substation. Shout out to my man Nobi. Nobi. Mm, yeah, be rocking that one with him. And uh, how long have you been back in Seattle now? <sighs> it's been like a. I would say six years because it's been on and off. But as far as like me being like 
here back 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 i feel like it's been more like three or four just because there's been a lot of back and forth mm-hmm. and uh just getting myself situated you know how long were you uh in atlanta over 10 years wow yeah what do you what did you see as like a big difference as far as the hip-hop scene goes uh man i think everyone's hustle is on a thousand in atlanta wow um because I'm a big believer of this that you know, like uh, a lot of times nowadays, it's like your favorite rapper is like your favorite businessman because mm-hmm. it is such a business. And 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 um, <clears throat> and so with that being said, Atlanta Atlanta has a lot of rappers who might not be like the most lyrical or talented, but that means your hustle has to be crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to really like compensate for for not being (laughs) right and so and so that's i think that's the best of both worlds is what i learned in atlanta and then also just being from seattle which is like a really organic place to hone your talents and just to come from a place that's naturally artistic Mm -hmm. you got you know Jimi hendrix quincy jones uh, then the list goes on people hone their talents here and they they go out to the rest of the world and they share their gifts yeah you know what i'm saying so so Atlanta really taught me to hustle, and then Seattle definitely taught me to just, you know, to hone the talent and the artistry. Of are, you, everything. are you still breakdancing? I am. Wow. But but you. I but I I do it, I do it with the crew, Fraggle Rock crew. I do it, you know whenever we have um, paid gigs or shows, which are now coming back, woohoo! And um, but also I always have I always have them as my background dancers for my rap show. Yeah. So it's like it just like one hand washes the other. Like I never have to look for a background dancer. There's Tim and who else? His little brother? His little brother, box cutter or uh, Brendan. Um, and then Tim Chips, B Boy Tim Chips. Shout out shout out to him. Um <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. Still still moving and grooving. What about Remy? Where's Remy at? Remy Remy is DJing now. What? Yeah, yeah, he's really good. He's uh like what kind of DJ? Like Vegas, like <laughs> he, he he plays the map, but you know what? Like so he's from Ecuador originally. Yeah. And so he's he's been like really like getting bigger and overseas uh, and and also trying to incorporate his culture into uh his djing so like he'll do he'll, he has all these cool like edm dance remixes but they'll like be like like ecuadorian hispanic yeah. type i don't know i don't Sounds know fly no i can't I, I can't i can't put my finger on it but like it's just like it's just EDM is, is is worldwide, right? So it's just he's just tapping into that world market and and his niche is his nationality, you know? Sounds good. All right, DJ guys, Remy. We are gonna get to uh the core of the What Are You Saying podcast and we will cover current events. First event, of course, is uh Dave Chappelle. Um so the National Black Justice Coalition is now asking Netflix to pull the closer from its platform. Uh, This is what the executive of the coalition had to say. It is deeply disappointing that Netflix allowed Dave Chappelle's lazy, hostile, transphobia, and homophobia to air on its platform. With 2021 on track to be the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States, and the majority of them being black transgender people. Netflix should know better. Perpetrating transphobia perpetrates violence. Netflix should immediately pull the closer from its platform and directly apologize to the transgender community. So this was a while back. And then, of course, the CEO of Netflix, uh, Ted Sarandos, defended Dave Chappelle. Um, And, of course, uh, the backlash Dave Chappelle faced following the release of his Netflix special, The Closer, spilled over into the offices of the streaming platform, resulting in employees staging a walkout. Since then, Dave Chappelle has reportedly addressed the situation, saying that he is down to meet with members of the LGBT community. Chappelle noted he would be down to meet them under certain conditions. He put out a uh, documentary during the COVID lockdown, where he had a bunch of his comedian friends come and they did a show in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And he made a whole documentary about it. I forget the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the people that were like, the film festivals, they were like, all right, we'll, we'll you know, we're definitely going to screen this. Since the release of all this 
the closer and controversy, they're just they're trying to cancel Dave. Yeah, yeah. They have they, no that. no one is the same people that are inviting him have now shut the door on him, and I believe Netflix is the only one that's going to show it. Uh, and um, that's where we're at. So let's let's get it started. Okay, don't be shy now. Uh, well, it's it's tough. All right, so here's the thing, man. It's like. And he touched on this, too. Like, the thing I love about Dave Chappelle is that he always jokes with truth, you know, um, which is what makes people so mad, which is why they feel in some type of way. But really, if you're a true artist and you're uh, you're making people ha- feel emotions about your art, whether you're looking at a picture or listening to a song or watching a stand up comedy special, you're doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? And and also it's all about to me, comedy is all about like turning your pain into into laughter, and 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 so he talks about situations and things that. Have you seen the closer? I've seen it. I, it's it's fantasy. I've I've seen a, a little bit of that. Gabrielle. Yes, and I also have opinions. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I don't think he's doing nothing wrong. I think he's being the same Dave Chappelle that he's always been. He's always been controversial, and that's always what we've loved about him. Yeah. Why is it different now? I have an argument because I I honestly have been watching. I went back and started watching all of the specials on Netflix for Dave, and it seems like I just feel like the him against trans community. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's becoming a, like a component of his bits, and I just don't think it's necessary. So I, like, I, I don't want to hear it. Like I personally don't want to hear these jokes about transgender people. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that's me. That's just how I feel. Cool. I feel like, yeah, the the transgender part, I feel like it's just him doubling down on a choice. And he could exactly. literally talk about anything, anything. Wait, else. No, no, no. But wait, one second. Also, in another sense, he could literally talk about anything, and he is talking about anything, and he decided to double down. So that's his, like, as part of your thing, too, Fidget, that um, he's it's an it's his artistic choice, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's been a satiric comedian, and he's satirically he's he's almost playing a very a character of himself. You know, maybe some part of himself is transphobic and he's like exaggerating that part of himself and is satirically play, playing that character. But that's the bit too. I feel like this is an instrumental part of what of history, really. I feel like it's almost necessary that this thing is out there so that people are like, you know, can feel some type of way about it. So I'm not necessarily like, oh, yay, this is amazing. Because I know that there are people out there misconstruing this thing and will use it as like, yay, let's vote for Trump. I hate trans people. You know what I mean? So that's awful. But also, like, he's obviously making fun of himself as well. It's just, I guess it depends on So you see, you see both sides. Yeah, I see both sides, but I'm more for him than against him. Yeah. My opinion. Fantasy? Well, I'm all in for Dave Chappelle. Like, he he should, he should, he should, she, she shouldn't have, like, brought this up in the first place. Instead of, like, double it down to transgender people, he was, like, leave it out of it, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> so he, he, he needs to learn what's what is wrong and what is important about it like i don't do jokes on transgenders i respect transgenders usually yeah and um dave chappelle did not mean to talk tell jokes about it he was trying to like be more impressive you know and most likely he didn't mean to make a mistake about it so he she should he should learn his lesson not to make transgenders uncomfortable Any more thoughts, Fidget? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of power in the entertainment industry when it comes to uh, homosexuals and uh, and just period, right? Like when let's just we can say transgender, we can say homosexual. This is not the first time that somebody has said something. Like you could look at the baby, the rapper, the baby. You could look yeah, at yeah, th- he he got canceled. But, 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 but what I'm saying is this is not this is not the a, This is not a the new cancel. thing. <laughs> this is not a new thing. And this and this is actually, I believe, for, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but 
uh, Chappelle touched on this too and kind of yeah. like used it as a segue into mm-hmm. him talking, talking about, about it. I think that's really what he was trying to get out. And also he was saying all these controversial things because this was his last, his last, um, for, uh, like the last special that he was supposed to do to fulfill his contract yeah, like with six, Netflix. Yeah, six of them, yeah. Right? So he's like, I'm going to leave it all on the table. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, that just do what you want to do because he, he already said, I'm going to take a break after this. Mm-hmm. I did my thing. He's probably to chill for like 10 years. You can't cancel someone who's ready to go. Yeah. You know? So, but the mm-hmm. point is, is that, is that, it's always a touchy thing, man. Like as an, as an artist, like when you try to, you're walking on eggshells, you don't want to offend that community because they're always the quickest to like snap their fingers and like fuck up your whole career. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, I think that's really what he, where he was going with it. Like he brought up the baby, he brought up some situations and I mean, it's a real thing, bro. Like you kind of, there's certain things you just kind of don't want to touch because you're scared that your whole career could be messed up if you said the wrong thing. He is at the point in his life where he got enough money. He is who he is. <laughs> and he enough. really doesn't care what happens after he says something. He's in, he's in a different position than everybody. But he, but at the end of the day, he, he knew this could come. He knew what, this could happen. What happened to Kevin Hart back in the day? He like wrote a tweet. And That's then it. he wasn't able to like host the Oscars or something. He he was supposed to apologize for saying something that was like he uh, said that if if his kid came home and told came out, mm-hmm. he would like like I think throw something over his head or something. Okay, but this was an old tweet. He had already yeah, been from green, years he was, ago. Yeah, he was he was already greenlit to do the Oscars. Okay, yeah. somebody. This is what I'm talking about. Who has enough time on their hands to go back and 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 look at five years of your tweets just to find something to catch you up on? The internet never dies. Okay, well the point is, is that he felt like, yo, this is like hella long ago, and like look at. Yeah. Look at me and how successful I am and where I'm at right now. Obviously, I don't have a problem with gay people. I've never had a problem with gay people. But you going to throw this in my face. I'm not apologizing for this. I said this a long time ago, and you know me. I'm not that guy. But his ego got him. His ego got him. He should have just apologized. Everything you just said mm-hmm. is what he should have said. But he didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. he should have just apologized, but he didn't because he didn't feel like he had to. And I kind of feel like he didn't have to either. This whole cancel thing, this is so brand new. Like... This wasn't around, what, five years ago, right? Did it just start? <laughs> I don't really know when it started, like, popping up. I know R. Kelly should be canceled. You know when you're a kid and sometimes you wish that you could just murder someone? I don't know. You're just like, I wish I could just snap my fingers and this thing was gone. Or I wish I was dead. Or I wish this person was just dead or something. I feel like that's what canceling has, has mm. formed itself into, but, like, adult version. Um, and, like, more thoughtful. Uh but I will say, I feel like with the shoot your shot, right? Be smart, be thoughtful, shoot your shot. But also, I, w- I hope that people could have allowed, s- you know, to be corrected, right? Like yeah. Kevin Hart. Like, okay, so just in the Oscars, just don't do your old material anymore. Just learn something from this. Cool. All right. You're a different person. Great. You know, no, whatever. Or like, I don't know, just... It's it's a lot. It's like gatekeeping. Do you know that? You know that gatekeeping. Break it's it down. So gatekeeping is like, well, let's Google the real term because I don't want to butcher it here. But as far as I can say from my words, it's um, it's like this is my community, and I get to say what other people yeah. exactly can and cannot do about it, which is, I mean, cool, great. But when someone takes it upon themselves to decide who or who does or does not have access or rights to a community or identity. So um, that's gatekeeping. Uh, it's also a new thing that the Gen Zers are coming up with, which is also where canceling from the Gen Zs. Gen Zs, yeah. What is what is the br- what is the time frame for Gen Zs? Like two thousand one or something. I know that I was like the last year of it, nineteen ninety seven. You're you're forward. Gen Z. I know. I'm. You're one of them. <laughs> and then. So then, what are me and Marcus? We're like eighty four. Fidget. <laughs> Um, well, are we are we millennials? I'm not no, sure. No, we're not. Like Generation X or something. Oh or Gen yeah, X. X, yeah. yeah. Are you a millennial? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what year were you born? Ninety three. So X is sixty five to eighty. Then Y is eighty one to ninety six. Oh. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess I'm a Y. Yeah. Yes, we're both wise. What is what? What is a why? I don't know. Why ask why? 
Why be born? Okay, <laughs> Z. I'm Z. Y'all are Y. All right, great. <clears throat> okay, we'll move on. Unless unless anybody's got any more, uh, they wanna they wanna spit some more. Oh, I'm 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 gonna hold back. Same. I'm gonna hold back. Same here. No comment because we're in Seattle and we don't I, like it. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I better watch my mouth. You guys ready for the next article? All right. So a FedEx driver claimed he would not deliver to homes with Black Lives Matter flags. And now he's out of a job. A FedEx employee is out of a job after he made explicit filled TikTok videos claiming he would not deliver packages to homes if there was Black Lives Matter, uh, President Joe Biden or Vice President Kamala Harris flags. This is what he said. What's up, TikTok? Just wanted to come on here and let all you know if you have a Joe Biden posted up in front of your house, Black Lives Matter flags, I would not deliver your shit. Uh, Vincent Pertono uh, also said, I will bring that to the station and I will keep doing that shit. Have a nice day. Pertono posted this 36-second clip on TikTok back in September while wearing a FedEx uniform in his delivery truck. The clip was viewed over 80,000 times with many users commenting that this man should lose his job. Yeah, I agree with that. FedEx has informed USA Today in an email statement saying Pertono was no longer an employee. The statement said, we are appalled by the behaviors depicted in this video, which does not reflect the views of FedEx. The individual is no longer providing service on behalf of the company. Great choice. For what? For removing that person. Because <laughs> that does not make sense. Give us our mail. <laughs> like, give everyone their fucking mail. What's with, like, the, the chasing of the clout? Like, on TikTok? You know what I mean? Like, do you need to let TikTok know that you're racist? It's... I don't I don't even understand it. All right. Who cares about clout here? <laughs> no one would admit to it. All right, so check this out. My my <laughs> my my brother, shout out to my oldest brother Tim. He he's ha- had a nice career in the military. Now he's doing he's a motivational speaker and he told me this shit a long time ago. He said this was pertaining to me being a rap artist. He was like light yourself on fire and people will come from miles around to see you burn. It's you know, it's an old saying. It's like make yourself hot but the way people do that online especially people that really ain't got talent is they're literally mm. lighting themselves on fire yeah, they're they're jumping off they're they're doing stupid stuff to get attention which is the equivalent of lighting yourself on fire that's the only uh, you know what i mean if you if you really if you can't be on tiktok singing dancing playing an instrument then how are you going to get your shine you're going to do something stupid as far as tiktok you might go on there and dance or rap sing, whatever right or just be funny and that's lighting yourself on fire if you don't have any way to do that you might just do some crazy shit like the fedex thing you know what i mean like it's really about attention people want attention and that's a quick way to get gratification you know he's from washington of course he is <sighs> some like town up there i also never see like kamala biden fit Things any other state. I feel like I've only seen that in Seattle, like Washington or Oregon or something. Yeah, I think so. I haven't traveled in a while either, so I don't know if there are signs anywhere. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I th- were you about to say something? Uh, fantasy. I've 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 seen I've seen the signs too. Oh, um, I was just about to say like, yeah, attention, like six nine, do something crazy, you know, like start a gang, do whatever, make those videos. Oh, six nine. I totally forgot about that guy. Yeah, yo, he see that's the thing. Fires, right? You were talking about fires, making it hot. Fire is the is literally unsustainable. Fire is the neediest thing ever. Why would you want to burn up and be fire? Fuck, be a diamond. I'd go under the pressure, shine forever. You Cause, know, because diamonds don't break; they cut. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I there's a I don't I don't have this article, and I actually saw this recently. There's a guy that works at Subway. And he was also doing TikTok videos, but in his videos would be him trashing the whole subway. Like he's dumping lettuce, tomatoes and stepping all over it. And then also in his video, he would be like, but real talk, trying to get signed to Dream Chasers at Meek Mill. What's up? Hollered your boy. (laughs) Why would anyone want to hire you if you're making a, if you can't even, uh, if you can't even hold a job at Subway, dude, you can't even make my foot long. 
Why is Dream Chasers going to put you on? Like, he's just on TikTok. This is what he's doing. Like, it's pretty, it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> and he's like drinking the sodas and eating the chips. I, I've totally, I, yeah, but I literally you know just saw what? this. We're talking about it right now. Exactly. That's why he did it. Yeah. He was like, I don't know any other way to get to Meek Mill. Because <laughs> my rap sucks. Yeah. But you know what? I'm about to do something that's going to make you watch. Yeah. You know, and and I think when we get to the point where we're not enough, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like, it's one thing if you're, if you're doing something that's, you know, you're spending, you're putting your heart into, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether, whether it's, whatever, if it's artistic or you're putting your heart into it and that's cool. But like, when you get to the point where you're just doing shit just to do it and you're not really sharing a gift, you're just... You just want some FaceTime. It's you're a problem. Being obnoxious, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Sharing a gift versus for the, FaceTime. For the, for the gram. I think that's like a, a testament to our time right now. A lot of people are pushed to the edge of, I don't know, just desperation or like needing. I feel it's also, you know, 52% of people are back living with their, like adults. I think over like 25 are living with their family again. You know, minimum wage is not actually a livable wage or whatever, and most people are living that can't afford to actually raise children, a lot of families, without the help of the government, you know, and then yeah. that's discouraged and looked down upon. It's all very strange. And I feel like that's that's what pushes people to do, you know, not really explore their real talents. There's no, like, calmness in that situation. So everyone just puts up fires, right? Just trashes the subway to get and, the attention and it, everything is so you could just do it on your phone mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like everyone you, can do it you can just post yourself and then publish you know mm-hmm. right right yeah well <laughs> i don't post enough but i we, t- we were talking about this off the air just that you know when you're really in motion and doing and doing stuff or, or or just present with whatever it is is going on. Sometimes it's hard to just be like, wait a minute, let me pull out my phone so everyone yeah. can see this. Let me let me capture this moment. You know yeah, I mean? like so, you know, it is it is what it is. It seems like trying to create something that is authentic, but you're doing it very in a non-authentic way. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes, yes. You know what's even more inauthentic that's connected to like bo- what both of you are saying is that people would actually only be friends or hire people or be nice to people that they would have been mean to before just because like they would be the person recording them doing shit Mm. and it's ridiculous it's it's just like these are people that they would call like friends right i don't know i see it all the time and i'm just like going to parties or just know people that are in bands and this is like things that they talk about it's just like sad so like somebody will have a friend that's just really designated to be social media person pretty much they're just like they take good pictures let's be nice to them Mm, wow yeah literally you know those kids that like just love photography like 35 millimeter stuff yeah like like i have some of these friends and then you'll just hear a story it's just so genuine you know they're happy that they're going out people appreciate their work gotcha and then like actually what's happening behind the scenes is that oh they're being used blah 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 yeah Here's the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, all the Gen Z's fault. <laughs> I think maybe it's also as in a positive note or a silver lining as your cup says. I think that maybe it's just part of a journey. It's it's you know, it's the pressure from the coal to be a diamond doing what you like. Yeah. Discovery. All right. Are we ready <laughs> for the next article? <laughs> what you got? Yes. Ella shit. Say what? You said real shit. Yeah. Uh Elementary teacher arrested for putting marijuana edibles in a class prize box. According to reports, a South Carolina elementary teacher was arrested after a student picked up a pack of marijuana edibles found in a classroom prize box. Victoria Welsh, 27, is looking at a possession charge in a state where marijuana isn't legal. An investigation was launched after the September 23rd report noted that a student picked up the edibles when told to choose a prize from the reward box. Um, detectives confirmed during interviews that Welsh took the pack of edibles from the student and told him to pick, pick up something else. However, when the student grabbed a different prize, it ended up being another pack of edibles. A th- <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, no, don't eat that one. Eat that one. Authorities confirmed that no students consume any marijuana products. When police searched Wush's home, they found four packs of edibles similar to those found in the classroom. While these edibles are available in other states and online, they're illegal in South Carolina. Wow, wow. Start them early. <laughs> what do you guys think happened? She was like, it was part of hers, you know what I mean? Got mixed in, like maybe she bought like a backpack, like this has the prizes and, you know, just like in a hurry. Oh, they don't I don't know. Story? I don't, that's, that's what I got. I think she had a Halloween party, right? Uh-huh. And what had happened was, you know what I'm saying, she had her adult friends there. They were doing mm, their, yeah. their thing. Gotcha. And then she tried to recycle some of the gifts and go to school with them. And she was like, oh, snap. I forgot yeah. to swap out the brownies. Because I'm high as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> because the fact, because the, fact, the fact that she tried to take it back from the student is enough for me to feel like she didn't mean to do it. I mean that, and she probably doesn't want to lose her job. Yeah, over a fucking edible. Exactly. <laughs> That's, uh, sounds like an expensive like trick. I don't know. I I'm trying to get in the mind of why you would do that. I have no clue, like intentionally. So maybe it's an accident. Every uh, but and you're everybody here is not smoking weed. You you smoke weed sometimes. Yes, I, I do. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know, when was that last practice? Was that summertime? Yeah. Like I, yeah. Two months for me? Mm-hmm. I take breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, I take, uh, I take not the opposite of breaks. I'll smoke from time to time because I'm not the best at being sober yet. But, you know. Yeah. When I was, when I was in my heyday with Fidget, as he knows, I was... That was like the main objective once I woke up. It was like uh, me and my friends had to find a bag, you know? And it was harder back then to find a bag. <laughs> yeah, 2002 <laughs> was a different year. You didn't know what, you didn't know, you didn't know if it was Indica or Sativa. You were just happy to get it. Yeah. And you had to find it, you know, like you're a guy. Yeah. Or, or you couldn't maybe, go to Uncle Ike's. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, fuck Uncle Ike's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. But yeah. Say it. We we uh we 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 didn't have as hard a time as you would think finding things. That's all. Oh I'm yeah. Saying. Oh okay. <clears throat> yeah, don't say it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm actually celebrating uh 48 days of sobriety of no alcohol, <laughs> and uh yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you. I uh, I started Congrats. going to meetings. Yeah. Nice. It's I started uh I started going to AA meetings this summer, but I was just in the back. Like, and I was talking hella shit. I'd be like, I don't need no program, you know? Need no sponsor. Because that's pretty much all they're talking about. You know what I mean? So I went for like, and I was, cl- I got 60 days under my belt. And then I met someone on the internet on this thing called Tinder. And it got wild. Yeah. I, and I was like, <laughs> I got mild. I was like, I was like, I literally told myself I can have one drink. It's all right. Oh, oh, it did get wild. It we, did. We okay. could, we could do a little stroll around, around, you know, down there. I can go to uh, the cha-cha. Four margaritas later. Oh, damn. I was like, fuck, man. I fucking did it again. So then I went to another meeting the next day. And they, they always have somebody share these meetings. And the guy that shared, I just remember somewhere in, in the middle of his, 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 his talk, he said, just surrender. You've lost. This battle with alcoholism, this disease, you've lost. And I don't know why that just hit me. Like, that resonated so hard with me. And ever since then, I was like, I went and asked him to be my sponsor. And that, now I'm doing exactly what I was talking shit about. Like, I'm working the steps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They had this thing called uh, 90 for 90. You try to go to, like, 90 meetings uh, for 90 days. I did like 18 days and I just got tired. <laughs> but 18 straight days of meetings. It was like. That's a lot. It's brainwashing. It's kind of. Yeah, it's in my head now. Now I probably I have I have a home uh, meeting where I go every Sunday and then like put away chairs and make coffee. Like it, I'm in it. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. But I honestly, dude, it's it's kind of saving my life. It's like one of the best things I've ever done for myself. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, because like I don't want alcohol in my life. And I've been drinking since I was 21. Mm-hmm. Like. I've never had a DUI or, you know, gone to jail, 
but at the same time it was like a very insidious kind of disease for me because it was mm-hmm. like it was there lurking mm-hmm. and because like if if i was drinking i would be drinking right now this would not be yeah. happening yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i would be drinking and watching youtube videos about like reptilian overlords or something nice <laughs> Anyway. I'm proud of you. Thank That's you. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's uh it just feels good. It feels good to be like every day being clean. And I've but I do have issues with the whole God talk. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, they actually uh. are tied to God. That's how they yeah. started. Yeah. That's with the narcotics one too. It's yeah. a God thing. Yeah, but then I I like what I love. What I do like about these meetings is I say exactly what I want, and I never have been told. <laughs> Not spilling. I've never been told. You can't say that, or you you're not you're not we you, you shouldn't be saying that. They're always saying, "Please come back." You know what I mean? And that feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was when I well, the other meeting, I was just like, "Yeah, man, I, I got I got an issue with this God talk and all this all this stuff." And then somebody pulled me aside. I was like, "What if you think of it as an acronym for group of drunks?" And I was like, "Okay, I like that." You know what I mean? Because they've never had me try to like convert or you know get baptized or anything. But it's just it's just very prevalent in those meetings. So and and I feel like this group of drunks is keeping me sober. So I roll with it. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Also, like, <clears throat> I would say too, man. Um, not to get uh, scared off by the God talk because at the end of the day, we can all agree that something amazing brought us here. Yeah. Right. The universe. I just like to say the universe. You know what I mean? And just just honor the fact that there is something bigger than us. But at the end of the day, everyone's going to call it what they want to call it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I allow people I give people that room to call it what they want to call it. Yeah, exactly. And we got lots of different names for it. We got lots of different religions, but all of them, if you (laughs) most of them have the same stories with different people. You know what I'm saying? it's, It's like really like people were trying to to give us the same knowledge, but they had to package it up in a different way because we're all different cultures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I feel about it. I feel like it's really just like a universal thing. You just realize that there's like the, the greater good of the universe is working in your favor right now because you're, you're doing what you need to do. And we, like I said, I'm big on a law of attraction. It's like this in a nutshell It's like, imagine you're like tuning into a radio station, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. And, your frequency is positivity, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you're able to tune into that positivity because that's the same shit that you're giving off. Mm-hmm. You know, so when people are when people are, you know, saying God this, God that, it's just I, I think it's just love, light, positivity, and manifest it mm-hmm. inside of yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like and just that. F- finding that. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, I, I'm proud of you, bro. I've known you for a long time and um so that's you should be proud of yourself too. Fantasy, you you uh, what's your religious take on it? Do you have a religious background? Religious background? Yeah. Um. Christian atheist. I'm I'm a Christian. Usually, I pray every day, and I usually read the Bible. And to be honest, I haven't been to church for a while because I've always been busy with with work and other mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But I'll still be reading the Bible at home though, and still praying. Wow, good for you. And you know, I just making like you know get over my mistakes, and know what's right for me. And to be honest, I've never smoked in my life, and I never drink really? alcohol. Not I, once? No. And I never drink alcohol in my life either, and I choose not to. Good for you. So, Gabriella? Yeah. Gabrielle. Gabrielle? Gabrielle. Um. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, religious stuff? Yeah. Um. I mean, I grew up Roman Catholic. I think I liked it because when I felt lost and I didn't know what to do, there was always like, oh, it's up to something bigger than us. Um, But I I think of it as like a a science. Like I like atoms. I think atoms are my God. I don't know. You know, like I don't know if I have really delved into religion enough to find one that really I was interested in or ever have been. Mm -hmm. And then as far as smoking, I love weed. I still do, even though I, I don't do that anymore. I think that it's great and it can benefit a lot of people. But I know that some people can actually have like psychotic episodes because of it, just because of their, you know, genetic makeup or whatever. So what was the um, motive to quit smoking? Um, 
Well, I was diagnosed with bipolar 2 disorder during the pandemic. And well, actually before that, but I ignored it ever since I was 18. And then I was like, you're crazy. Um, and then they're like, you're crazy. <laughs> no, you're crazy. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I stopped going to therapy and just kept smoking. And I, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, taking meds and then just the meds not working well with, with anything at all, weed or any other drug or alcohol. Mm. I, I don't really like alcohol anyway, so yeah. it's not a problem yeah. on that front. All right. <laughs> you guys ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man tries to sue his wife after tripping over her shoes and suffering multiple fractures. An Ohio man tried to sue his wife for leaving her shoes in an inappropriate place. <laughs> uh, Where are you finding this? Uh, DJ Vlad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Got to start over now. An Ohio man tried to sue his wife for leaving her shoes in an inappropriate place and causing him to trip and tumble down a flight of stairs, suffering many suffering multiple bone fractures. Uh, an appeal in court recently actually rejected the man's lawsuit against his wife. Uh, his name is John Walworth, and the incident occurred back in February of 2018. Walworth was helping his then fiance carry some jugs of vinegar to her basement when he tripped over a pair of her shoes and fell down the basement stairs, breaking bones in his legs, arm, and hand. He later sued his fiance, claiming it was her carelessness that cost him $80,000 in medical bills and another 18000 in lost income because his injuries caused him to miss work. I would have to say he is tripping, literally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, that dude is a goofy. <laughs> Let me tell you, first of all, you had a fiancé, now you ain't got nothing. You could have just got over it real quick and realized accidents happen. I mean, how are you gonna sue somebody for you falling over something? You didn't. But they got. But now it's his wife though, so they went through with the whole thing. Like that makes mean? no sense. Like you don't break up over that. Like when it first happened, she was his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> like what is the what is the dinner like? At, you know, no, at what the I'm end saying of the day? is like, like that's not a deal breaker. Like if I sue you, like it's a wrap. We're not gonna be no wifey nothing, right? Eighty thousand. I, I would think so. Somebody sues me, or, or or I just be mad at you, and then and then I we kiss and make up. But why yeah. would you get a lawyer involved? And then then you know what I mean, like I, you're complaining about the doctor bills, but you just paid a lawyer. And then you got to come home, and be like, hey, how was your day? What did you do? I thought that was out the window. I thought there was the divorce. Off no, top. they it's it's his wife now. Holy shit! Uh, Shaky ground. I feel like maybe they both like this type of stuff. They both like the bureaucracy, or maybe. She's in a type of situation where it's like a, a, a Stockholm syndrome where she's trapped in a place where she doesn't want to be, but this is her life now and it's the only life she knows and she's just doing it. Um, <laughs> but also there's some freaky people out there. Some people like, Oha like this. Ohio? Oh yeah, hit me harder. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, sue me harder. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what's happening with them staying together or whatever. Something. But um, yeah, that it should have been very simple. Like shit happens. Why are you suing your, you know, par I, I don't know. Maybe they have like separate accounts and money is not. But I'm they not still sure. have to go home with this. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Maybe they want to be in constant fight because they don't really love each They're other. They're both corny and they deserve each other. That, that's what go. I say. There you that's go. That's what I like. Period. Yeah. You guys ready? Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Fantasy, what are your thoughts? I'm so sorry. I skipped you. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> Try not to get distracted of skipping. So, well, he, I know he, he, the accents happen. He, he, I don't know why, but he should have, like, think of that before her, his fiance tripped over something and get sued over it. And if, if, if accents happen, if I trip over something, like, I didn't see it and, and my, um, and my future girlfriend put that there and forgot about it. I'm I I I'm, I was I was about to like you know, maybe sue her for putting that there, and <laughs> yes, 
and 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 most likely she would have thought of that before before she put that there. If I get, get tripped over, I, I usually file a lawsuit and be in the hospital like now. So logic, yes, logic over. I like you, fantasy. Emotion. I like you. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. Exactly. There you go. You guys ready? Yep. Yep. Thank you. South Carolina man steals a horse and hides it in his bedroom. Oh. An upstate man is in jail after deputies say he stole a horse and hid it in his bedroom. Deputies say a woman called them about a man named Greg Chase Coble Jr. riding a horse down the county lane in Mountain Rest and taking the horse inside a house. Dispatchers told detectives or deputies that Coble uh, had warrants for his arrest. Uh, deputies contacted Coble's father, who met them at the house where the woman saw the man taking the horse. The father told deputies that it was his home and Coble was not supposed to be there. Uh, the report says that a full-size quarter horse was found standing in the middle of the bedroom. Deputies were able to find the horse's owner who does want to press charges. The owner said the horse was valued at 6500 and had, and the animal had red lacerations in the front leg that was not there before. First of all, <clears throat> I thought it was like a pony or a donkey or something because I'm like, how you get a whole horse through your door yeah. to get in the house, first of all? So that's, you know, hats off to him for figuring that out. But... What's up with South Carolina and North Carolina, man? It's crazy places, I guess. That's where your news is coming from, huh? Uh, well, that was the South Carolina was the elementary school teacher. North Carolina was the, was that North Carolina? North Carolina was the edibles, and then no, that was South Carolina. Oh, was it? Yeah. And then this okay, Carolinas, man. I South, don't know South, South Carolina for both. Uh, the the was the, he high? He must have been high. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, she must have ate some of the edibles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the South? Yes. South Carolina, Pacific? Uh, yeah, North Carolina, South Carolina. You know, I was in Atlanta for 10 years, and it, Georgia is is just like, uh, what, it's like four, four or five hours away from from the Carolinas. My my friend is staying in North Carolina in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and he said it is lit. Like, he's he's loving it. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good times. Yeah. There's, I mean, you, 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 got, you got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. I've, I've never been to the South. <clears throat> yeah. Well... That's a whole nother conversation. What about you, Fantasy? You, uh, I know you just went to New York, right? Yeah, I went to New York like uh, August. Yeah, how was that? It was fun. I had a fun time. It's my first experience. Went to New York, and I have friends that live in New York. The plane ride's like long, it's like five hours, and like we're in this weird layover for like like a three hour layover. Got it. Where were you? I was in New York, like sitting in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like. Explore around, do some bolstering, and explore new places that I haven't been before in New York. And um, it's different than Seattle, I'm telling you. For sure. You've been out to the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. Where, what part? I've been, I've been, uh, I've been to New York. I've been all around New York. Yeah. New York's pretty big. Yeah. So I've only been there once with uh, uh, Danny. Danny. Did I tell you about that? The Zulu trip <clears throat> I went on. No. Yeah, they had like a Zulu anniversary. Oh, okay, and okay. So I like I tagged along. Nice. Uh, it was me, Danny, uh, Jared, and Julie C. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and it was the Zulu anniversary. Like I saw Melly Mel perform the message mm-hmm. uh, in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool Keith, not Cool Keith. Uh, cool Herc. Cool Herc. Yep. Uh, Bambada. Of course. Even though Bambada is not part of Zulu anymore. Mm-hmm. Y'all know yeah, 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 about yeah, yeah, that yeah, subject. Yeah. Um, That's a touchy one. Yeah. <laughs> touchy one. Uh, mm-hmm. Any, uh, Gabrielle, any thoughts on South Carolina men stealing this horse? Uh, people do what they want. <laughs> I guess. Okay. I don't know why there were lacerations. I don't know what that means. I mean, why? There were lacerations on the horse, you said? Yeah, maybe she put up a fight. He hasn't seen. Oh, Come. is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> let's You're go. with me. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. I found it weird when he took the horse. Uh, why did he take the horse? Questions. Uh, drugs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Meth. So maybe it was just their one big dream that they wanted a horse, and they were like, I'm going to get it today. 
saw his chance. Uh, nothing else. Okay. I'm, yeah, I was kind of, I was just curious, like, you know, it's like, you know, you see like a stray dog and you're like, oh, wow, you look like you could use a, a good meal. Mm-hmm. I don't see a collar on you. Let me just take you home. And, and so he's a little off his rockers mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm a fit a <laughs> horse in my house, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like it's only something you'd like see in movies, you know what I mean? All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it going. All right. Hiker lost on a U.S. mountain ignored calls from a rescue team because he didn't recognize the number. A man who became lost for 24 hours while hiking on Colorado's highest mountain ignored repeated phone calls from rescue teams because they came from an unknown number. The, the hiker was reported... <laughs> missing around 8 p.m. on October 18th after failing to return to where he was staying. Uh, repeated attempts to contact the man through calls, texts, voicemail messages were ignored. Five rescue teams were deployed around 10 p.m. to search for him from Mount Edberg, but they all returned at 3 a.m. the following morning after failing to locate the missing hiker. A second team set out at 7 a.m. to do a day search, where uh, hikers usually become lost on a certain trail, only to discover the man had actually returned to his place of lodging around 9.30 a.m. The hiker told authorities he had lost his way around nightfall and bounced around different trails trying to locate the proper trailhead before he finally reached his car the next morning. Around 24 hours later, the local county search and rescue team said the man uh, had no idea anybody was looking for him. One notable takeaway the agency stated is the subject ignored repeated phone calls from them because he didn't recognize the number. I mean, it sounds like something that I do every day. Yeah. So, but being lost, being lost and having a a phone that's probably going to run out of battery at some point, I guess I'd probably pick up everything if I was out there, you know? Maybe he just knew that they'd just find his way anyway. I feel like, I mean, if I knew what I was doing and, you know, like, oh, cool, good to know that people are calling. Maybe if I was really desperate, then I would actually, work, you know, bother. But there was some confidence there. I, f- I feel some power there, you know, f- eventually found their way. Yeah. And, like, I feel like you get a certain amount of skills. You wouldn't go on that trek in the first place alone if you didn't have a certain set of skills. So... Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm filling it out, you know. I think I think it over here, over there, you know. Yeah. I got this. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy. Well, I felt the same way too. Yeah. That person if that person doesn't recognize the who's calling, I I'm the same thing too. I don't recognize the number either, so I'll just let it ring. Yeah. I have so many scammers calling me every mm-hmm. day. I have scammers texting me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have scammers hitting me up on Google Chat. You know what I mean? What? Oh, like, my God. It's usually like, like, hey, poppy. I'm like, hey, mama. Oh, hey, poppy. <laughs> okay, that type of scammer. Okay. And uh, sometimes I just, like, get bored and I start engaging to it. You know what I mean? And then they're like, hey, you know, I'm kind of down on my luck, but I want to hang out. If you, can you help me with gas money? I'm like, well, where do you live? Um, Yakima. I'm like, okay, that's really far. <laughs> you're not coming to see me, are you? After no. I send you this cash app, you're not. I'm not going to hear from you again, am I? Yeah. Goddamn. More, more <laughs> power, more power to him. <laughs> well, I didn't know they had scammers like that on on uh on Google, so that's uh, interesting. Yeah, everywhere. It's a scammy world, man. It is a scammy world. Uh, fantasy. You have a movie called Fantasy Gets Jacked, right? Yeah, Fantasy Gets Jacked. And this is based on a true story of you getting scammed? But based on a true story, I got scammed. Like, back in 2014, uh-huh. like, there was this, like, I don't know, like, my friend on Facebook hit me up uh-huh. and told me what happened, that his, his debit card got stolen or something. Uh-huh. He asked me... To do to do him a favor, to do him a favor, like cash a check for him, uh-huh. and and I'm like, okay, I never I never 
had my friend ask me to help him before. I usually help him on something else, but help him cash him a check. That sounded like, is that a scam or is it for real? Scammy. Then what happened? Then, <laughs> and also, he said that his friend, that he had a friend who was going to come to the computer lab that I'm at to pick me up. Uh-huh. And I, so I went outside and, and I went inside his, the friend's car. Wait, stop. Stop. We're going to stop right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A complete stranger shows up. A complete stranger shows up. And this is this is supposedly Supposed, supposedly <laughs> a friend of a friend. A friend of a friend. But, but but remember, you got hit up on Facebook, right? Yeah. By let's say let's call this person John Doe. And yeah. but you know John Doe. John this Doe, is your yes. friend. This is your homie. Yes. And he says, I got some checks that I need you to deposit into your account. My account, yeah. And I'm going to send a friend to come pick you up and take you to the ATM. Right. That's and what he, he said. And oh. then you, so you go outside. Went outside. <laughs> you see a stranger. See a stranger that I don't know. And you got in his and car? And I got in his car. Fantasy, and no. Me, and took me to BC. I would have thought before. <laughs> He's the one that hacked into my friend's account to get to me. Yeah. So that's what happened. So okay. I got, got to you. Okay. So you get to BCU. And he gives you a check. Yeah. How much is this check? That check was around $750. Okay, so you put you deposit the check into your account. Yeah. And then what happened? And then after that, I get I I I cash it in, cash it out. So you cashed out the 750 and gave it to him, the stranger. The stranger. And then the, and then the next day, whoa 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 whoa. What then what happened? You got in his car. I got, I got in his car and he dropped me off at the library. Okay, so that's okay. So, okay, so that's what happened. That's and then, how. and then what happened? And then, after that, on the next day, he he hit me up again. The stranger hit me up again. But who was who? Who was supposed to be your friend? Supposed who was supposed to be my friend? Supposed like you know one of my friends I know for a long time. No, no. My question is: from the first time it happened, this you know the alias I'm giving John Doe. Was it the same person? It was the same, same one. And what did he say? He said, "There's a, there's one more check. I want you to ca- help me cash in again." And then what happened? And then he he came he came to pick me up again, and I went to his car again. The same guy. The same guy. Take me back to the same bank and cash that fake check again. How much was the check? More, more than that, one thousand and fifty dollars. Fooled okay. me once. Mm. A fantasy. That's $1,800. That's $1,800 almost. And the next day, I realized that both of my balances are negative. I got scammed by the stranger. Yeah. Twice. Twice. I got scammed twice. <sighs> and I felt ashamed of myself. I shouldn't have thought of that before. I should have thought of this before. I wouldn't report him to cops. But I'm afraid. But I'm afraid what he's gonna do that he will do something to me. I don't. When you guys were driving to the bank, like, what were you doing? Like, you know, like we're we're, we're just you curious. We're, like, hey, was, how I'm, do you know so and so? Or how do how do how how does you know my friend? Yeah. What do you say? He said. He said like that they met each other somewhere like about a week ago or something like. That doesn't make sense. He does actually. He doesn't know him. He doesn't know my friend. The stranger we, doesn't know my friend. Yeah, we know that fantasy. <laughs> we know he doesn't know him. You know what I mean? But you found out that he didn't know, and you still were like, all right, I'm going to cast this check. He hacked into your friend's account, pretended to be your friend. Right. right. And hit you up like, fantasy A, I'm down, blah, 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 helping out with this check. That's the scam, correct? It is a scam. Yeah. So that's what happened. So the first check didn't hit. Your account and bounce like immediately. It wasn't until after both check. It like it took a minute to hit. Yeah. So, so he so he hit you up the next day before the first one hit to get another one in. Yes. Greedy bastard. I'm so sorry to hear that fantasy. It's yeah. okay. It happens. That all the desperate people always like to do that shit like that, like scamming me, scamming others with fake checks. <sighs> Did you get your balance back? I just I just like. Get it all paid back, oh, which I have to be responsible for. I have to pay for it, which I have to be responsible for. 
which is a total bummer. That messed me up. Mm. I just, those, were, those were the worst days of my life. I'm sorry to hear that, but you made a movie about it. Yes. Called Fantasy Gets Jacked. Yes. You turned your pain into profit, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's go. Yeah, thank Let's you. go. That's right. It's I'm okay. It's how, okay. How are the margins? Have you have the, <laughs> have the YouTube views like amounted to eighteen hundred profitability? Oh, Hope I'm sorry, so. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry to joke. I'm sorry. I am, man. It's, it's artistic. We could talk about something it's else if you want. I understand. You're taking it's like you're reliving it right now. Yeah, I was trying to like you know like overcome it. You know, overcome it. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry to bring up those memories. It's okay. So wait, but let's just talk on a brighter note. So you did a whole movie. Movie. He's got yes. another one coming uh, how out. How long? Right? Fantasy gets a mattress. That's the second movie. Yes. How long are these movies, man? Yeah. The first one is 27 minutes long, and the next one will be a full length movie, like a, a, an hour and a half. Jesus, look at you, fantasy. Bray, I know. We're getting it rolling. All right, and you. uh Weren't you on? You were on something like, and it's on Amazon, right? Amazon, yes. Yeah. And Bandcamp. And you got what's that coffee that you're coming out with? Like you're coming to a coffee bar or something? A fantasy a coffee. To be honest, this will be sounded kind of weird. I know, but <laughs> this this coffee campaign I'm putting together, it's gonna be a bikini coffee stand. You're gonna be in. You're like funding it. I'm just funding. I'm just going to fund it and have someone construction a stand, put a screen TV inside the stand because no other stand owners will put a TV in their stands when they have their workers, their bikini barista work. But for me, I'll be the only stand owner that will put a TV at a coffee stand. If my, if my bikini barista, if I hire some bikini baristas who are bored at work, they're slow, they can go turn on the news. When the customer comes up, they have to turn the volume down. I think the bikini uh, Brista thing is like a Northwest thing because my friend in California says like it, it, they don't have it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like Oregon and Washington. Ooh, expansion. Mm. I mean, that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the niche, right? That, that it's cold and they're in bikinis yeah. and then not a lot of people are usually in bikinis around here. Like who who was so high? They're like, you know what? Let's put a girl in a woodshed. Are you kidding me? I feel like this is how people think. I feel like people think in like sex sometimes, right? Oh yeah. And it's just like what sells, you know? You you keep th- mentioning things about like money and profit and burning. Yeah, this is another one, right? Like just bikinis and coffee. They should <laughs> just, in, they should like just invest drug. invest in the cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I'm hoping to open up the stand next year and hopefully open up by South Lake Union. Jay-Z over here. <laughs> He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Business <laughs> Are there male bikini baristas? Nope. Nope. Just female bikini baristas. I will only hire hire him. If I if I hire only one male bikini priestess, that will sound gay. Too gay. Nah, too take, gay. Take it easier. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Oh, you don't want to get canceled over Hart. here, bro. You better watch don't want, it. Don't want to cancel. I don't want to close it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want. But all that would be successful on Broadway, though, on Capitol Hill. If, if yeah, if you had a bikini barista, like that was yeah, because they don't have them. First of all, I mean, I guess you know it what? Be- Thanks for the idea. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I feel like this is like a no, mall strip. Yeah. On the edge of the on on the edge of the mountain type of thing, like by a construction site type of deal, like uh from Tacoma to Seattle, there's a bikini, whatever. And then if you put it down here, I feel like there's some gatekeeping that's going to happen. It's like, oh this is disgusting. Why would yeah, you do this? Fa- you know, blah blah blah. For the dudes? Uh, I don't know. I see anyone and everyone these days just negating anything just for fun, even yeah. if you like. And there's a lot of people that feel comfortable voicing their opinions out here in Cap Hill. So if if that happened out here, I feel like there might be some backlash. Is there a where's the closest bikini brista? Like Rainier has one. Yeah, Rainier has one. Okay, that's but yeah. I, when I lived in Kent, there was a lot. Yeah, lots of them. 
There was a lot of bikini bristas in churches. In churches? I didn't know that. You know, like a church and a bikini brista like down the street. Oh, man. Good old Kent, Washington. <laughs> yeah, well, more power to you, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make it you a know change. What I'm yeah. Appreciate it. Bikini braces, bikini shops. Gonna make it happen. Gonna make it happen. Movie, movie coming out, happen. right? Uh, Fantasy gets a mattress. Yes. And then you have a bikini brista, like a campaign to yes. raise the funds. Yes, raising funds got to it. open up a stand. Awesome. Speaking of movies, I got a new single out. It's called Golden Child. It's my new song. It's on Spotify. It's on all music platforms. And the music video is dropping next month. It's ridiculous. I look like Eddie Murphy. I got the little koofy hat. It's just like the Golden Child movie oh, yeah. type vibe. You know what I'm saying? Just got done shooting it with a very talented um, cinematographer. Her name's Gemma. She's at school at Cornish. And she's killing it. So shout out to Gemma. But the video will be out next month, Golden Child. And the song, Golden Child, is available right now on all music platforms. B-Boy Fidget, no funny spelling. B-Boy Fidget, Golden Child. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Want to plug Boom Bat? <laughs> I, I, I did that in the beginning. I don't know. I don't really plug or do things. I honestly fuck profit. Blood on your souls. Eat shit. Let him, let him know. Um, yeah, well, I'm out of articles. <laughs> I felt like I had a good roster. It's all good. We yeah. we 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 went above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. That was a meaty episode. I feel like. Yeah, yeah it's an Very interesting beefy. one too. Yeah, yeah. All right. On that note, uh, I think this is it. Uh, we will be coming back to you next week on the the What Are You Saying podcast. Thank you so much for my amazing guests, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. All right, thank you. Yeah.